Hello, everybody, and welcome to Trico Tidbits. Uh, I'm John Yacoub. Trico Tidbits is the show with a terrible name, but fantastic guests. Uh, and I'm joined here by uh, the lovely Lisa Mejri. Uh, Lisa is a realtor. Uh, she's a director for the Tri-Counties Association of Realtors, and she's a director for the California Association of Realtors, and she's on the advisory board uh, for the California Young Professionals Network. Uh, so, Lisa, did I miss anything? I think we didn't mention that I'm also the chair of Technology Committee for Tri-Counties Association You are the chair. I was giving you a chance to be modest. You know? <laughs> no one takes me up on that. But that's no, you, you, so, well, I've, I've come to realize I have a, a long list of things that I volunteer my time for. Yeah. Own it. Okay. <laughs> right? I like that. Own it. All right. So, Lisa, how are things going? Things are going actually very well. Very I'm well. very excited. From, things are going extremely well, um, despite everything that's been happening. Business is good. Life is good. Family's healthy. So, can't complain. Yeah. Thank God for that. Right. I mean, family especially. So, well, now I do have some questions about you so okay. that people can know who is Lisa. All right. So, you ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So I have a very serious question that some of our listeners are concerned about, okay? And, and I think they want your advice. Uh, you're kind of always seen in the company of tall firemen, <laughs> okay? So some of our listeners, they want to know, uh, let's see here, how do you catch them? Is there bait involved? And what is your technique? Oh, I don't catch them very often. No? I just, I just surround myself with them, but my... My boyfriend is a fireman as well, so that's why I'm usually around firemen. Okay, okay, makes sense. Okay, so so sorry for those of you who are looking for an instructional. She's just she's just a natural. Okay, uh, so and Lisa, you're very involved in many aspects of real estate, but specifically, so your real estate sales business. What's behind that? Why did you get started in real estate as your as your business? Actually, I like to say that real estate fell into my lap. Because when I started, I was actually transaction coordinator and receptionist uh, first. And then when my first husband and myself um, divorced, I needed something more permanent, and I liked that. So I got licensed in 2007 by being a personal assistant for a real estate agent and working with the REOs and then fell in love with helping people and putting them into their homes and being able to help people sell and move up, downgrade, do whatever they need to do, and especially working with first-time home buyers and giving a buyer their keys. It's one of the most rewarding things I've ever done. And so I stopped going to school because I was gonna actually going to school to be a nurse. So I okay. quit that and decided to go full steam into real estate and never looked back and love every aspect of it. Okay, so I mean, you made a big move. So you went from kind of this this nurse track, which is this kind of an established way to move. It's very, it's you know, it's good. It's an honorable profession, and you decided to become an entrepreneur to to throw your hat in the ring. I did, and I did that as a single mom too. As a single mom, <laughs> talk about scariness. Well, yeah, tell me more about that. <laughs> well, it just, it, I just enjoyed it so much, and and it gave me the flexibility to be able to be for my kids because I was the single mom and I was able to attend all the baseball games and be the room mom and still be that involved mom because being for my children was number one and my children have always been my number one. Um, so it allowed me to be able to give them the life that I wanted to give them while not having to work um, a standard nine to five or if I was a nurse, a 12 hour shift and I'd have to miss some of those important moments. I was very fortunate to be able to have that. And and then, of course, in helping people. I love to help people. So that kind of fits into why I was going to be a nurse, but I help people in a different way now. Okay. That's cool. Now, so 
you're not only a realtor, but we talked about, so you're not only a small business owner, a realtor, but you also, you're involved in what we call organized real estate, like, you know, the national, the state, and the local associations. Uh, why did you get involved in that side? So I got involved in the organizational real estate because I was actually tapped on the shoulder. Someone actually had mentioned, hey, I think you'd be great. You, you love real estate and you want to learn more. And I, I've always taught, thought of myself as being someone that learns things and I love to absorb and re, I read every day. So I love to know more and it really jump-started and helped my career with, in regards to real estate because in organized real estate, it's a whole other ballgame. There's so many mm -hmm. realtors out there that don't even understand what organized real estate is and what we do and how we protect homeowners and protect the community and protect our industry as a whole in regards to fighting being a, um, uh, self-employed and we don't have to worry about being a w-2 and all these different aspects of it so that I that's why I got involved was just to be able to learn more to be able to move forward and the relationships that I built over the years of being involved I know real estate agents all across the states and the nation and they're just really really good friends of mine now and We've all built our, our businesses together and we go to each other's birthday parties and have, you know, just have a good time together and they're like family now. Okay. Yeah. So you, you've really kind of developed into this, like this secondary side of the business that many people don't see. Yes. And that's interesting. Okay. So now I have a question. We're going to go kind of like big picture stuff. Is that okay with you? Let's go. All right. So the median age of realtors is 52 right now. Okay. So the question I have for you, you're very involved in your office as well. Do you see more people now from, or can you envision more people now from your generational cohort, kind of like the, the X and millennial? Do you see them getting more involved or, you know, are you hoping they do? Tell me more about that. I'm hoping that they do. And I kind of see with the whole pandemic, I think that we are going to see more of my generation and maybe the younger generation, even below me, be more involved because of us needing, needing to be home and being sheltered in place and not being able to do things. It had to make a shift in how we're doing things. And before, virtual tours were kind of there on the forefront, but not like this is the only way to do business. And with the pandemic, people still needed to buy and sell. And those that are in an area that have an essential business and we can still do real estate because people still need to buy and sell. That change, I think that shifted not only with what realtors need to do, and I think the older generation doesn't necessarily pick that up as much as the younger generation because we're all gun-ho with technology mm. and ready to go for it. So I, I'm not saying that they're, they're going to be gone and obsolete, but I have a feeling some of them aren't going to shift and they're not going to realize it. And now with the, the consumer realizing that now we can look at homes virtually and we have the VR glasses and we can see them from the comfort of our home, I think if they're not going to pick that up, then it's going to have them, unfortunately, be forced out. Okay. So now, kind of to tie off to something you just said about, like, the new technology, the new ways that we're working. Now, a lot of that is kind of emerging because of the uncertainty that COVID has brought. So my question for you is, like, how has your business changed due to, due to the COVID pandemic and the subsequent lockdown? I mean, can you even still buy and sell homes right now? It's actually, it's a great, great, great question that you have, and, and every area is different, but personally, my business has actually shot up. Mm -hmm. A whole bunch of people are still needing to buy and sell, despite of the pandemic. Um, but we just have to shift, and we, I, the way, things that I've done to be able to help my clients to be able to accomplish their real estate goals, despite of what's going on, is 
we then shifted instead of doing just a normal video if you follow me you can see all my funny videos that I do for my listings instead of doing that we shifted to a 3d virtual tour so that that way then I bought VR glasses so any buyers that are interested in seeing this home I send them the VR glasses in the mail first mm -hmm. so they can then virtually see their house from the comfort of their own couch you feel like you're in the home where if you look at the ceiling you can see the ceiling if you look at the floor you can see up close on the floor and you can see the tile work you can see the countertops you can see pretty much everything it gives the um, square footage of the home in each of the rooms so you can really have a sense of what it is there and you look in one spot and then it transports you to the next bedroom and you're not necessarily leaving your house. This is a way that um, I marketed this one particular home that my sellers needed to sell. We marketed it that way. First we had the buyers go to that. We also then did a virtual tour where I was the only one that entered with, with regard with the seller's permission. We then did a virtual Zoom tour as well as Facebook Live and Instagram Live so that we can get as many eyes on the home virtually as possible. Then from there, with we then said offers would be subject to interior inspection. So that way we limit the number of buyers into the home that are just the looky-loos. We want the serious buyers that are coming in. So then we had the offers come in at subject to interior inspection. We picked one day where the sellers could be then gone. I separated out the showings for the buyers that had offers in for to see the home, only allowing the two buyers and their agent to come in, no extra people so the family doesn't, go on, doesn't need to come, the kids need to stay at home, or if they had kids, we arranged for one parent to come in, tour the home, and then the other parent come in so that the kids stayed in the car. So safety's always got to be a number one priority. Everyone wears face masks. Everyone uses the forms that CAR had provided for us, the entry forms. Then we showed the property, then we asked for highest and best to come back the next couple of days because they could adjust their, their offer based on seeing the property now because the real, reality is they need to see the property before they actually purchase the home. This is a major investment, so they're going to want to see the property at some point. Then we, put, we moved forward, got, accepted an offer, closed it, was super easy, still did it, just making the extra precautions. So. When it comes to listing, yes, and we still had multiple offers in that particular house. We actually sold it for thirty-five grand over asking price. Wow! In the middle of the pandemic, when everything was shut down, so it goes to show that, that you still can. Interest rates are still low. Conversely, on the buying side, because these particular clients also bought a home, so I did the same thing. Uh, wanted so we usually send them a number of properties. They narrow it down to the top maybe ten, and then we look go from there. So instead of showing them ten properties, because I'm trying to limit the number of in and outs, limit the number of houses we see, I then called the listing agent, asked them if we can then set up a Zoom conference call so that the homeowner, if they didn't have a virtual tour, because not many agents out there are using the 3D format that I have used. Mm. Um, which is why I think it's going to be a game changer. I think most agents are going to be utilizing this now. Um, so when we when we move forward with that, then I had them do a, the sellers do a virtual tour via Zoom with my buyers, so then they can narrow down from their top ten or top five. Now we maybe just go see the top three and move forward and write the offer on those. So it limits the, the person to person contact, keeping that social distancing. Everyone's not home. We you know I'm the, we have one wears gloves. The sellers leave the lights on, leave the the doors open so that that way you don't touch anything. And if we touch anything, we do have hand wipes so that we wipe it with a Clorox so that, that way everyone's safe because safety's got to come number first. So, of course, everyone needs to buy and sell. And I think that if you shift with it, we can still make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do find what, what's funny is you tell me all of these things you're doing to keep your clients safe. And it's like, oh, it's easy. 
So, but uh, maybe, maybe you just make it look easy. But so, but it does sound, it sounds like, actually, it sounds very kind of regimented, organized, and safe. Uh, and that may not be what people were expecting. But yeah, it, it does sound like we've got a system here that you're using that can actually allow people to still look at the home they want to and not really endanger themselves or the seller. Correct. Yeah, because safety always has to be the number one priority. Wearing the masks, wearing the gloves, hand sanitizing in between showings. As long as we take those extra precautions, which... I say I make it easy because I just take it on for my clients. I just do it for them and tell them, okay, look, I'm going to make sure that you're safe. You're going to make sure you're sanitized, make sure everything's done in between. So that, that way then, you know, we have the PEED form that the California Association of Realtors has provided for us, which is the property entry advisory. So that everyone's signed that saying that they have not come in contact. So that that way then safety is there, number one, and they're comfortable with it. And there are some clients that aren't comfortable with it. And that's okay, too, because now then we just need to wait for the pandemic to be over and then they're ready to go forward. Okay. And then, so now just to kind of like bring things around, wrap things up, uh, we talked about maybe like our generation and younger generations getting involved in real estate. If someone approached you and asked, you know, Lisa, how do I do what you do? What advice would you give them on getting started? This is always the hardest question that I have when people ask me to get involved in real estate. I would say my number one advice is to find a mentor. Find someone that's been involved in real estate, someone that you look up to so that you can really learn the ropes. Um, when I got involved, I didn't have a mentor, so it took me many, many years to get to where I am now. I think by anyone that's coming in now needs to either get on a team or find a mentor that they can shadow and really learn the, the aspects of it. I think that's going to jumpstart their career a lot faster than doing it one by themselves. Okay. So they just need, they need a support system person, team, brokerage that's actually going to like teach them how to do this business. Yeah, because that's the number one thing. And in looking conversely, on as I serve, I've also serve on the um, grievance committees, and a lot of a lot of it is just the lack of knowledge and the lack of training. Hmm. So if you get involved with someone that a broker, a team, a mentor, somebody that's going to teach you the ropes, the rules, and the regulations on how to do this, and to be able to serve clients, because that's the number one priority. Customer service has to be number one with the safety. I think you'll excel a lot faster. Okay. Good to know. So find a top-notch mentor like Lisa Mejri. And Lisa, uh, I have this tradition that I like to spring on people at the end of the show. And uh, uh, you have a very projecting personality. I like it. I'm going to ask you to give it the most drama, the most sauciness, whatever it is that you feel when you see this quote. But I would like you to deliver it to the mic, and then we'll say our farewells. Does that sound like okay? Let's okay. do it. Let's okay. do it. Let's see. I've and never I, been told I've been saucy. <laughs> Just okay. Kidding. I always am. <laughs> That's <fine>. okay. <laughs> you had to do this one for me, right? I did. Yes. Okay. I don't do drugs. I am drugs. And by Salvador Dali. That's Salvador Dali himself. Okay. So, Lisa, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you for all that you do for your community and for the realtor community. And I hope that we can have you back again soon. Absolutely. Thank you for the time. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Lisa.